Welcome everyone to your favorite Wednesday night podcast, the PCPS, the Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society. And tonight we have Kellick joining us again. Yeah. Welcome back. back. <laughs> I feel like I've been gone forever, which really I haven't. It was just a week, but it yeah. really does feel like forever. <laughs> Believe it or not, I was I was back and I was actually ready to like start the whole podcast thing last Wednesday. And then you guys were like, oh, well, we've already got it taken care of. I was like, oh, OK, then. Sounds yep. good. <laughs> we had it. We had it done, girl. We were in it to win it last week. Nice. Un- unfortunately, I forgot how to edit. So <laughs> oh. <laughs> but we got to take it care of. You handled it. We got every, all of our new episodes are up. So if you guys missed them last week, you can hear them on Spotify. We are literally everywhere. So you have no excuse. You can't miss <laughs> us because we're all over the place. And we have new countries listening to us, too. That's exciting. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. So, okay, to get to the whole thing here, because I'm completely... 100% off topic. Hi, puppers. <laughs> um, tonight, we are going to be talking about the Leshy. I know if you have been listening to Paranormal Umbrella and the creepy pasta that we have been reading, uh, Dear Cryptid Hunters, um, you have heard the Leshy as a starring role in that creepy pasta. And we figured, why not tell you more about these cryptids that we're reading to you about? And this creepypasta. So tonight we're going to go ahead and touch on the Leshy and where the Leshy originates from. And as far as we have found, it has taken us down yet another glorious rabbit hole. Another one. And uh, it's going all the way down the Slavic rabbit hole, taking us to many different little offshoots that we have. And... um. Most of them have brought us to our favorite, favorite cryptid. The well, poster at least... child of the cryptids. <laughs> the po- yes, the poster child of the cryptids. One of my favorite cryptids. Really. Bigfoot. How does yeah. the Leshy have anything to do with Bigfoot? Well, we're about to tell you the connections that were made in this rabbit hole that we have gone down. And... This doesn't just include Bigfoot, but almost more of a grander scale of an entire, kind of like the Sinocephali, an entire civil, well, I don't want to say civilization because that involves culture and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And these are more, I think they're more like nomadic. They obviously they, well, not nomadic. Uh, they, they're wild. They're wild people. So we'll, we'll get in, we'll get more into it, but. Starting out with the Leshy. Yes, the Leshy. The, the uh, what is portrayed as the seductive forest guardian um, in the creepypasta that we are reading <laughs> is, um, depending on the region, the Leshy is either a god, a demon, or just a guardian spirit of the woods. Now, if any of you all are familiar with uh, like arts and craft fairs and stuff like that. You'll see walking sticks carved with like the old men in the in the wood, and a lot of those uh, those depictions of the old men carved into the wood. Uh, those are like tree spirits. Uh, well, the obviously carvings of tree spirits. Uh, but the leshy is what they're carving basically. Now they may not give a name to it, but that's what it is i mean it's a forest dwelling tree spirit the old man of the woods the old man of the forest yep that's That's exactly who he is they remind me of um enids from lord of the rings the tree ants yeah the tree ants that's that's who they remind me of yes they're so cute and i absolutely adore the tree ants in lord of the rings because they're they're so adorable the way that they talk to each other the way it's portrayed and how long it takes for them to convey something <laughs> and then they just after hours and hours they're just like you know what this isn't our war we're going to go back to what we were doing and right. slowly slog off back into the woods <laughs> all right 
we're done with Isengard. We can go now. We can go now. Dusts off their branches and walks away. Yep. <laughs> Birch was my favorite portrayal in Lord of the Rings. He was adorable. I'm just saying. See, I liked Treebeard. Treebeard was my favorite. Treebeard is, I mean, he's a contender, but Birch Tree. <laughs> when his head caught on fire and he just kind of headbanged right into That's the... true. Very true. <laughs> it was great, especially the way he was just like, you chop down trees, I will chop down you. And he hits a, an orc with another orc. He's just flinging them around. Oh, it's great. It's great. It's great. Oh, nerds. I love it. I love it. Now, we... Ha- okay, so in terms of the Leshy, what features special powers abilities i mean okay obviously we know that these are forest dwelling tree spirits or you know forest spirits or deities or whatever you want to call them or consider them Mm -hmm. um what abilities do they have well depending on the region uh a leshy can be a shapeshifter um he can become a blade of grass and he can become the tallest tree but in another region um he has the he can take the form of a man he can be a a young man that carries a cudgel around to to signify that he is the guardian of the forest and then he can kind of go like you said earlier like he's just this elderly man with branches and and vines for beard and whole the, way they des- the way they described it uh, was almost like an old wizened man, but covered mm-hmm. with fur. Yeah. So like, ha- uh, basically Bigfoot? like a, uh, a beard onesie. Yeah. <laughs> As I, I read today. <laughs> a, beard in, a beard onesie. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't stop at the chin, folks. It goes all the way down to the tippy toes. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and it, the whole body whole body is covered and in terms of like the shrinking and enlarging from what i was reading that involved where they were located in the forest the Mm -hmm. closer to the heart of the forest that they were the bigger they were and some descriptions are as tall as mountains which is a little exaggerated others are as small as a blade of grass depending again like on the forest's edge or on the on the wilderness edge, uh, before you know, before they leave, they are shrinking in size down to the size of a blade of grass. Now, one thing that got to me uh, mm-hmm. that I didn't quite understand, and maybe this is for the towns located in the forests, I don't know, but it does mention that the Leshy is also known to find his way into the local taverns shapeshifted and looking like a grizzled old man goes into the local taverns has a bucket of vodka a bucket's worth of vodka (laughs) and then leaves without showing any signs of drunkenness or anything like that and then he meets his wolves and bears at the forest edge and him and his packs go back into the woods (laughs) now drunk (laughs) liquored up (laughs) liquored fleshy (laughs) liquored up fleshy (laughs) there really should be a a vodka label called the leshy that would be incredible i'd get it i would i would buy a drink (laughs) (laughs) i would just get it for the bottle I got a bottle of wine down here actually called Bigfoot. It's it's a Bigfoot wine. Yeah, you linked that in Discord. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Which it was great wine too, by the way. It tasted really good. Speaking of our Discord, um, shameless plug here. Anybody who wants to join our Discord, you can follow our uh our link to links on Yes, the solo link. The solo link on uh pretty much any of our platforms. It's uh, posted on our um, shoot brain fart on our <laughs> on our the R- brain fart R- 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 uh, on our RSS page, um, which then gets distributed to all of the you know Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all those. 
So if you go to any of those in the about description, you can find our solo link, which takes you to all of our social medias, including the Discord. And Discord is where I think we are most active. Um, Justina takes care of all of the other, well, and Jesse, I believe. Yes. Uh, they still take care of the social media aspects like the Twitters and um, all of the TikToks. The and Twitters, all, the TikToks, the... All of that stuff. The All the things. The all of the above. But if you Oop. want an open forum chat where we can kind of brainstorm, shoot ideas, talk about cool and unusual and mysterious things, you can check out our Discord. Yeah. You can see how crazy we are when we come up with all of our new conspiracy theories. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like that, that one uh, meme from... Correct me if I'm wrong, Parks and Rec, where the guy's oh, yeah. like, you mm-hmm. know, at his pin board with the the strings tied to all the pins and the pictures. Yep. And, yeah, that's us. My my favorite my favorite meme for for that one is um, Sheldon. Oh, always from Big Bang. Mine's Sheldon from Big Bang. It's uh, the one where he's like, I don't need sleep. I need answers. <laughs> that's that my is, favorite one. That is totally me. Yeah, <laughs> I can't sleep until I know why or how. Oh, I must discover all the answers. Yeah, that's how we end up going down all these rabbit holes. Uh huh. It's insane, the rabbit holes. Now, the leshy is described in a couple different ways, and it almost made us think of uh, the Wendy boy. Oh, Wendigo! But... I'll say it for you: the Wendigo, the Wendigo. Hush your mouth. It's nighttime. <laughs> what are you, you going to do? Whistle to just to just to don't, seal the deal? Come on don't, now. Don't tempt me. I'll do it. Do do not. I can't. Well, it's a good thing that I can't whistle. <laughs> but one reason why we thought that there may be a connection is because he the leshy is also described as having uh, cloven hooves mm-hmm. and horns or antlers and kind of gray or bluish slash greenish skin and so you know our minds kind of went to the wendy boy but in reality it's more like the satyr and the pan and like pan and those creatures more so than like the wendy boy and so that's the direction that we ended up taking it and we found some really really cool stuff including connections to the green man yes the green man the god of spring and summer and renewal and rebirth so again tying these forest dwelling creatures to deities or spirits are you still there I am still here. Okay. I was. I thought you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you were going to keep going. That's uh, totally my fault. <laughs> dead air, y'all. Dead air. Sorry I, about forgive that. me for that. That's uh, that's dead air. Uh, yes, the leshy has been compared to the Wendigo. The Wendigo. Um, he's also been compared to the Green Man. But here's another connection for you that kind of blew my mind a little bit. I mean, aside from figuring out that he also is a part of the Bigfoot family. Pan. Right. You brought that up earlier, actually. Mm-hmm. Because Pan is, he is Greek. He is one of the Greek gods of mischief. Right. And that's another thing that the Leshy is known for is being a trickster. Like a trickster god. Now, as far as the Leshy goes, from what I I read, now you you seem to be able to dig a little deeper and found some darker history there. But mm. there, from what I read, he was he is considered a malevolent forest spirit, or I'm sorry, male, yeah, malevolent forest spirit. Right. But uh, he's more so like non lethal trickster for the most part. Mm-hmm. As far as what I read. And then you found some more darker, sinister, tasty delights that he <laughs> indulges in. 
Yeah, uh, he has been compared to only in this trait, though, and some physical aspects as well, but in this trait with the chort. And the chort is is basically a demon. And in some Slavic mythology, the Leshy is also considered to be a forest demon. And not only is he a trickster, but he likes to eat the babies. The babies. The babies, the tiny little baby flesh. Which... We have actually come across others, actually quite a few other cryptids that, yeah, <laughs> that like to indulge in child delicacies. That's right. Child delicacies. We could call it that. <laughs> I don't understand why I have this affinity because I am extremely protective of children. Okay. If I were ever to be a fae or a cryptid, I think that's one of the things I would do was protect the innocent, the little babies. But for some reason, for some reason, I am drawn to all of the cryptids that like to eat them. And I don't understand. I think the rake was the only one that I was like, nah, I ain't having it. I don't like the rake. I don't trust him. He's got shifty eyeballs. And meanwhile, I'm team rake. (laughs) Right? The, I don't get it. You, so the rake is the one baby eater that you just can't stand for. That's that's right. That's all the, the other one. ones. All the other ones, eh, you can justify. Well, yeah, I can maybe justify you know they're replacing them with changelings. It's not like they're going without. It's but true. No, no, it's true. They do <laughs> replace them. I mean, some of them replace them with handmade scarves. Not Everybody loves trade. handmade gifts. <laughs> I love handmade gifts. It's more personable and it, it, it makes it more special. But, you know, and then other ones are like, here, I have this baby that I don't know what to do with. Take my changeling in exchange. I'm going to eat your baby. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nope. I don't know why. I just am. Just now, am. The Leshy, we do know, is considered a male forest deity. Or forest spirit. But yes. there are female uh well the the Leshy has wives. wives and children. Yes. Now that and really I- confused me as how a like a male could have like how the species could have wives and children when it's supposed to be exclusively male. And as it turns out, the wives are actually human women. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> that, they're that the, makes more sense though. Yeah, they're they're uh, the cursed ones, the ones that they're just like you know you don't fit in with our society, so we're just going to kick you out. And then they end up going into the woods, and much like Pan, by the way, mm-hmm. okay, Pan also does this. The Leshy's just like, eh, I think you're all right. I'll marry you. And I can't even remember. I can't pronounce. The names, because they do have their own names. The women and the children have their own names, and I can't pronounce them right. for nothing. Um, I will try to attempt to pronounce them. Let me Good find luck. It. You keep going. I'll find it. <laughs> Goddess be with you as you, <laughs> as you try to pronounce these names, because uh, I can't do it. Um, but yeah, so they have, uh, they have these women and they marry the women and then they have children and then there's, you know, more Leshies, but in the dark side of the Leshies and the trickster God of the Leshy, he kind of just tricks them into getting lost in the forest. And here's another, you know, wild thing. Um, one of the trickster gods that works with the Leshy, um, I can't remember if it's the Chort or not. Um, the Chort would get the, uh, the people lost in the woods, right? And then the Leshy would kind of come out and just be like, mm, I don't know, maybe I'll mate with this one, maybe I won't, I'm not quite sure, depending on the mood he's in, you know? And then he'll just be like, you know what, now nah, I'm going to take that one, uh, marry it, and uh, get some more some more of the little Leshies running around in the forest. And this guy, I'm just going to let him wander around until I feel like eating him or beating him to death. I found it. Okay, what's the name? Because <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> okay. All right. The, the Leshy's wives are called the Leshashika. The Leshashika. And the children are the Leshonki. Leshonki. 
Now, Lashunky. It sounds like Lake Chunky. <laughs> the Lashunky are a combination of either the offspring of the Lashi and the Leshashika, um, or they are the children who are found, the, the wild children who have gotten lost in the forest and they need protection. They need to be taken under and, you know, under the wing and raised. And the Leshy apparently do that. They do do that. They will see. That's the thing. That's the thing. You've got the evil Leshy that supposedly eats babies. And then you've got the good side of the Leshy. That's just kind of like, Oh, you poor thing. You lost. Now you look a little off, but it's okay. I'll take you under. Now, here's a question. I'll I'll raise you. Here's a question for you. We were, when we were researching earlier today, you mentioned um, the whole vilifying of because of the church. Right. Right. What if the evil baby eater aspect of it is the, um, the villainization of the Leshy? I, you know, what if it those could be. aspects, because come on, like if you want a group of people to like hate something, just tell them they eat babies. Like, right. That That's a guaranteed way to make anybody hate something. It's a guarantee that they so, will no longer like this thing that I, and yeah, you're, you know, I did bring that up earlier because we did, uh, Tina and I did the the demonology and demons and mainstream media and stuff last week. Right. Mm -hmm. And while we were going through this list, cause it's a long list, the Christianity list of, of demons is like 406 demons. And that's not even counting like the legions underneath said demons. And then you've got like the 72 top big boys, you know, the big bosses and the crazy, (laughs) the crazy thing about it. What I noticed, it was, it was a trend is that these demons or the presidents or the marquees or the, the princes of hell, these demons, their descriptions of what they do were like almost word for word descriptions of Greek gods and of uh, Norse gods. Uh, right. The things that uh, Druids, like Druidism, what they practiced, it was almost word for word in some of these. One of them was considered a demon or a fallen angel because he taught science. Like, I mean, come on. Come on. <laughs> he He's a demon and vilified because he taught science to humanity. And he was also considered a, and I'm going to use God for, you know, lack of a better term right now, but um, he was considered the God of science and herbology and medicine. Yeah. But in the 72 demons, he was a demon. He was a bad guy, a bad juju. And he, I believe he controlled 26 legions of spirits in hell. Wow. I mean, make it make sense, guys. Make it make sense. It's like the biggest thing that, and I'm and I'm not hating on Roman Catholicism, okay? But um, the Crusades. There's it's okay? had a long dark history, which, which if we go into, <laughs> will take up the whole podcast. <laughs> it won't be just the whole podcast. I'm talking about the duration, the life of the podcast in its entirety would Pretty be much. taken up by Roman Catholicism, the establishment, and how they just kind of picked and choose, okay, if we want to rule this civilization, we're going to have to start with what they worship, and we're just going to demonize them, and then the other ones we're going to, like, bring in and make them saints. Because mm-hmm. the ones they couldn't demonize, they made into saints, like the dog man. Right. Speaking of the dog man, <laughs> <laughs> you had a pretty good theory today that you brought up you know with the leshy and with what were they called the wood woes right and this is where we start getting into uh the bigfoot aspect right how they are cousins of the bigfoot right so here's my theory that they were descendants or an earlier version of humanity that was pre-flood pre-human like human 1.0 kind of thing yeah um not neanderthals per se 
because I think that those were something different. Yeah. But, and if you go into like Hindu mythology and all of that stuff, like there has been several iterations of humans, several, yeah. like four. So, so many, but this one, but with this one, um, it, they're almost, it's almost like they could be considered humanoids, but pri- furry, like primates, but more intelligent. Yeah. They where- are. Then they refer to them. Who was it? It was in the middle ages. It was Carl Linus. Right. He was a Swedish taxon. Good luck. Taxonomist. (laughs) Taxonomist. Uh I'm going to say that. I could be wrong. Sue me. Don't. I don't have anything you can take. (laughs) I'm broke. Anyway, um, he laid the foundation. (laughs) Thank you. For our modern biological naming system. And he created a classification known as the Homo ferris or what they refer to as the European wild man or the woodwose, right? Right. And keep in mind that this goes way, way, way back. Okay. To the way back. So so in Europe, you've got anywhere, like they basically came into popularity uh, in the 1200s. But in reality, they were seen even further back uh, all the way to the Epic of Gilgamesh, which is the start of, well, the quote unquote start of civilization with Sumeria. And Dude, speaking of Gilgamesh, so sorry, so sorry to interrupt you. No, you're good. Um, there's, I think it was you who pointed it out about the artifacts and stuff from archaeology that's coming up that supports the whole thing of the flooding and mass destruction in times, all of that stuff. From Gilgamesh, right? Uh, that might have actually been Dylan on our Discord, but it was Dylan. Uh, it was Di- it was you and Dylan. That's why I yeah, remember we were, it. It was you and Dylan. You were talking about that, right? We were definitely talking about it. But yeah, like I think that these were um, humanoid beings that didn't end up going extinct with the whole great cataclysm of twelve thousand eight hundred years ago. Yeah, and uh, in the Sumerian epic of Gilgamesh, uh, Enkidu was a furry, you know, hairy wild man that uh, Gilgamesh ended up wrestling. And there was this big thing and he was the, or the Enkidu was the protector of the forest and he was like the guardian of the animals. Yeah, which is what the Leshy does. That's one of the forms the Leshy can take. Anything that pretty much lives in the forest, if it's grass or plant life or an animal, he can pretty much shape shift into. Right. So So I found that very interesting. And it's so yes, they're even mentioned in the Bible. Yeah. You Jeremiah, right? Jeremiah 5039. Now, if you go into your average Bible. It has been removed, not so much removed as retranslated. So you went from what is it, Aramaic to Greek to Latin to English and then so on. Well, there's a lot that can get lost in translation. Now, to put it into perspective, the King James Version of the Bible was written in 1604. It was, well, commissioned in 1604. Well, in Wycliffe's Bible, which dates back 300 years earlier at 1382 to 1395. So 300 years earlier than King James Bible. Yeah. The, uh, it talks about, here, I'll read it. Um, yeah, I was looking for the, um, the Jeremiah 5039, and you actually put it in the discord it says therefore dragons shall dwell with fond wild men and ostriches shall dwell therein and it shall no more be inhabited till into without end and it shall not be builded sorry guys till (laughs) generation and generation 
And so dragons or jackals shall live there with foolish wild men and ostriches or owls shall live there also, and it shall no more be inhabited until forever, and it shall not be rebuilt until forever. So you got to love that... uh that old old writing old 1300s writing yeah it hurt me it physically hurt me to say builded okay i'm sorry i apologize i can't it i'm i mean my hands are taking you know how you like people have textures and stuff that they can't like stand uh-huh mine is yarn like biting into yarn or something you know how people chew on the collars of their shirts or whatever mm-hmm. the texture of yarn so when I said builded, that's what my my hands reacted to it. My hands were like, no, ew, yuck, we're not doing it. I can't, I keep repeating it and I keep doing this to myself, <laughs> but I can't now, do it. Just to put it into perspective, uh, the what Jeremiah 50, 39 was talking about was Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, but that, that area, that region uh, – it was basically saying that the region will never be as great as it was prior to the destruction. Uh, things won't grow there anymore. It'll be a place of wild beasts and wild men. So these wild men were also uh, indicated in another book of the Bible, but I can't remember exactly where, and I apologize for that. But uh, Daniel. Was it Daniel? Yep. I am in it to win it tonight. You are. <laughs> it was, uh, you, you were right about the Sodom and Gomorrah, and it was in the particular Bible version is the Wycliffe Bible written 300 years before King James in 1382. And, and you were absolutely right because we were discussing this. We always do this right before we start our podcast. We always do a discussion where we come together and we talk about the things that we found individually. Right. And you said, which I totally agree with, it's doing the Sinusifili vibes. Uh-huh. Like totally. It's it's pulling out there like this is a, a humanoid species that was at one point very prominent in medieval times and beforehand, where they were even featured in paintings. You mm-hmm. brought up that they had coat of arms. They were a part of a, a royal family. Yeah. Okay. Let, let me switch over to that because that was really cool. Yeah. So the under the medieval manuscripts blog. Now this is the British Library. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is not like you know, the this is historical data. Um, the Field Guide of Woodwoes. And. This literally goes into the behavior of these wild men, Mm -hmm. uh, the fact that they would crawl on all fours, that they were not, they wouldn't just crawl on all fours, they could crawl on or walk on two two feet too, but they were like proficient at running on like all fours. And uh, like you said, they're holding coat of arms, they're holding banners and shields, they're uh hauling women off to the woods <laughs> yeah yeah they're dressed and they're one of them was wearing a lion's pelt and the other one was a, a cheetah? cheetah or a leopard yeah, yeah. it was crazy like, and they they look so majestic holding they up do. their scepters with their crown they've got like these crowns of like branches and vines and mm-hmm. they've got these epic beards and these very hairy bodies that Mm -hmm. you know go literally from head to toe and they're just they're very epic they're they're very just mystical yeah they're mystical all of these all of this artwork which we'll post on the discord is it it, it's all from the dark ages or i shouldn't say dark ages the middle ages they don't they, the dark ages don't like being called the dark ages anymore apparently <laughs> i have heard of that i heard that and there's like this whole conspiracy theory that the dark ages never actually happened right that there's like several hundred years that are just missing and that it was just poof um, gone three of the world leaders at the time uh came together it's a whole conspiracy we'll have to talk whole, about that sometime. yeah 
that is but, that is a conspiracy theory we should definitely talk about because that's crazy to me. Oh yeah. But like the the Woodwows actually they've even got stories of Alexander the Great coming in contact with the Woodwows in India. Mhm. And then you've got uh stories about like um here uh like a these young, almost like teenage kids being found like in the woods by like Serbian hunters in 1934 and very like completely naked, very hairy. Yeah. <laughs> like teenagers. This kid was like 15 years old. Yeah. The wild was, children. Right. And the wild girl of champagne was another one. Champagne, France. Mm-hmm. Um, they they found a 19-year-old feral girl who had been living in the forests of Champagne, France for nearly a decade before being caught and subsequently rehabilitated in 1731. Yeah. Yeah. The, the wild children. Um, it was uh, feral kids. They call them feral, feral children. And they were like kids that were supposedly left in the woods to die. Right. But were raised by like wolves or bears which is another thing that the leshy likes to hang out with mm-hmm. they have a really good relationship with the gray wolf and uh they hang out with bears a lot yeah which i thought was pretty cool and this one here the the boy that they found they they said that he didn't know how to speak any any known language uh but he was proficient at uh mimicking the sounds of the forest animals Mm-hmm. And he lived off of a diet of roots and berries. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's pretty crazy to me. And actually, Dylan just mentioned a great uh, comment here. Bears are great for those winter naps. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Which, funny enough, these these are the the leshy has been known to hibernate. In fact, it is said that they begrudgingly hibernate over the winter and then when they wake up in the springtime when they leave their caves from the mountains in the forest they run through the forest in um like just this aggressive nature of just raging through the forest because they have all this pent-up energy from you know having a napping and they got a nap for too long that that is what causes the the uh, springtime storms. Yep, that's that's really cool to me. That's right? pretty cool to me that they they not only control like parts of the forest that they are protecting and guarding, but they can also control the weather, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. But didn't okay. What aside from the whole like. Bigfoot thing, which I'm stupid excited about. Y'all can just tease me about it later. Um, it was the Comey people, right? K O M I, right? Yes. Comey, the Comey, and in their mythology, they have what's called the Vorsa. And the mm-hmm. Vorsa, okay, I could not find. Literally any, this is, we're, we're diving into the obscure here, people, because yeah. this is like the, the, Vor- the Comey people are from, uh, it's up in Northern Russia, Northern Russia on the European side, pretty much. And there's two Eastern Europe. Yeah. The Eastern Europe. East of like Sweden. Yeah. And there's not okay i've one i've never heard of these people before okay there's only five hundred thousand of them in the whole world five hundred fifty three thousand. yeah and i'm not surprised that i haven't heard of them before i mean thank you american (laughs) education system um but these people they are super colorful for one Mm -hmm. like their tribal garb is amazing Oh, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. And they have like their own version of their mythology and traditional mythology. And they're like Kellogg said, they're up there in the, in Northern Russia and um, they are separate 
they have a government that is separate from the Russian Federation. Right. Yeah. So, so they in, are an independent people as far as I know. Yeah. They are an independent people. But though they're and I had to look them up, like I said before, because I've never heard anything about this tribe of people. Um, and I say tribe because they're they're broken they're- down into what? Nine sub tribes. And then there's the two main that they're recognized with, which is basically like Northern Russia and then Southern Russia or Northern Europe, Europe and Southern Europe. And the way that the way that they're described is I'm trying to make sure here. Yeah, it's nine. Um, and it's the Zyrans. I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. If I'm not, I'm sorry. Okay. Don't <laughs> boot me off the planet. Um, the Zyrans, and which is the northern Komi peoples. And then the Permiaks, which is the southern Komi people. That's the two main groups. And then they have eight major subgroupings. Nine, if you're counting the nearly assimilated Komi of the upper Kama. K-A-M-A. Hmm. So, yeah, so they have subgroups, subgroupings, and it's all based on where they live according to the river systems. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so each tribe or subgrouping of the Komi people are named after each river that they, they live near or on, and that's how they traditionally name them. So there's like uh, the Komi of the... Kola Peninsula and Ah, the Ishma River, uh, the Vim River, the Ob River. So it's all from where these different locations on the different rivers that they actually live in and are or around. I gotcha. Yeah. Very cool. So yeah, and it's their republic. So it's the Komi Republic, which is separate from the national administrative entity of the Russian Federation. And they believe in the Vorsa. Yes. Now they describe. <laughs> Sorry, I just heard. I totally went on a completely no, like. <laughs> we all learned something new today. That's what's we did. <laughs> we did. I had to share. I had to share because it's like I'm. The more I delved into the Comey people from them talking from you finding out about the Vorsha, they also had the Met um, Metsavana. The Metsavana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I pronounced. Go me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Which, tell tell them about yeah. that. So the Metsavana is a forest deity in Estonian mythology. Once again, we're we're going obscure here, mm-hmm. uh, but the Metsavana translates Metsa is forest and Vana is old or ancient one. So Metsavani is forest, the old forest man or the man of the forest. Um, now there's not a ton of information here other than, well, all the information about the Metsavana literally matches up to the Leshy, like word for word down to the fact that he hangs out with bears and wolves. I mean, yeah. and that he can shapeshift into them. So, but one of the things that with the Metsavana is that they would protect the the Metsavana would protect the cattle from ranchers um, and like the villagers who the cattle would get lost in the woods and the Metsavana would actually bring the cattle back to the edge of the woods so that they could be found by the the local inhabitants and bring them back to the farms. See, not not all of them are bad. No. In fact, they're quite helpful. And yeah. uh, it is even said that uh, the Metsavana, and I believe this is with the Leshy too, that they can they will actually share communion with you and you take off your cross and you give it to them, you share communion with them, and you, like right after the Sunday service kind of thing. And they will hang out with you and in fact by doing that they would impart uh magical knowledge 
to the villagers to protect their cattle. See? Helpful. Helpful. There's there's some helpful cryptids out there, okay? They, they're and, not all child-eating <laughs> people massacring. <laughs> and they do have a, a forest mother as well called the Metsaya. Yeah. See, now, I didn't so, find an, a lot on that one. I didn't either. Um, which is tragic because I th- these things should be known. Like, there should be something somewhere about them more, you know, in depth. Mm-hmm. But you can't find them. I mean, hell, we couldn't even find the coma people. Right. Okay. We didn't <laughs> even know they existed up until, <laughs> what, a couple hours ago? Yeah. No idea. No idea. But they're part of uh, shamanism. So they've got, like, I am bound and determined at some point before my life ends, this life cycle ends, I am going to find these people if it's legal. Because sometimes it's it's not legal for like outsiders to go to certain places you know what i'm saying uh like the rainforest and all that shit sure anyway so i want to go to these people if i am allowed to and like get some you know learn about them learn about their traditions learn about their folklore and their mythology because every time we do one of these kellick i feel like we're just finding more and more puzzle pieces Oh, yeah. Well, and and keep in mind that in the world of the unknown, every little bit of information that you get leads to another question. It does lead to another question. And sometimes that question get answered, you know, we get an answer to it. And then we end up with five new ones, five new questions. And it's it's mind boggling to me because (laughs) there's so there's so much information out there. And some of it is just we don't have it on the internet and we can't physically get to the peoples that have the knowledge of this. Right. And cause they're not on the internet. Cause they're right. Cause <laughs> they're not on the internet. So it's like, I'm going to have to like trek out into the middle of the river wilds of the Russian Federation to find these people and be like, excuse me, do you speak English? Probably not. And that's why help. Humans- Can we draw a diagram? that's why humans have been so obsessed with exploration since time immemorial Mm -hmm. because of that because knowledge is power it is power it helps us it helps it helps us the hobbitses and wisdom is the utilization of power that's right which we we lack in this day and age (laughs) knowledge and wisdom sadly got too much power not enough wisdom to uh, navigate it safely for the rest of the world, unfortunately. <laughs> so we figured out that, speaking of knowledge, that the Leshy is not only compared to the Wendigo, uh, the Leshy is also in the same family, the Homo ferris of the Bigfoot, the Slavic bigfoot the european bigfoot the wood woes the wood woes as you would say and that led us to the green man who is also a god and pan another god in another pantheon and it took us to the lesser known comey people and their mythology and and legend and lore which is very little on the internet by the way it's travesty it should not be that way oh i agree But I feel like we're starting to become like full circle on here because each religion has been eaten by another religion and assimilated into said religion. And you end up coming across the fact that you've you've got all of these gods, goddesses, demons, angels, fae at some point have been worshipped. Right. And that be that's a huge part of people's lives. Mm hmm. In some ways, it dictates how you live. Now, one other thing that I saw that I thought it was worth mentioning, since you talked about uh, the green man, Mm -hmm. uh, was the moss folk. Oh, yeah. And I didn't really get a whole lot into it, but apparently there is a whole classification of cryptids called the moss folk. And they, like are part of, if I understood it correctly, like, they live in the moss, but they're humanoid. 
<laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Uh, we may have to do a completely separate one for that one. But are they tiny little moss people? I think they're smaller. They're they're not. Uh, so they're the small. Yeah, they're not leshy sized. They're like child sized. The tiniest of moss people. Yeah, and they're called the moss folk. That is cool. Yeah, but they have all <laughs> they have been tied to the woodwos. Moss hobbitses. Where like basically their hair all over their body is actually moss. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Another yeah. fake creature. That's another thing. These leshies, the leshies, the uh, pan, the green man, Hearn, which is the goddess consort, um, which we, we talked about in December. Um, all of them seem to, they're fake. I'm telling you they're fake. That is, it's like my brain makes these makes, connections and I can't explain it to you. It's just, they all seem to be fake. They all seem fake related. Yes. Yeah. Like no, offshoots agree. of Fae. Do you think that the Lushy is a Fae? I would say that is probably the best assumption that we can make. Now, saying that, does that also make Bigfoot a Fae? Ooh. Yeah. Well, then you got to start getting, you got to ask yourself, is this a physical species? Like, is it a physical creature or is it a spiritual creature? Because if it's a spiritual creature, the fae are almost a mix of the spiritual and the natural. Yeah. Leaning more towards the spiritual side. Whereas the, like, say Bigfoot is more of like just a physical species. Like, it could be a lost species of an earlier man. It could be... It could be anything like that, but it's it's a. F I think they're physical, so you have to almost determine is the leshy a physical being that has been blown out of proportion based on myth and legend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also, I mean, it could be the woodwows that have just lived alongside man all along, staying you know keeping to the forests and staying out of you know out of society for good reason because apparently between the 1200s and the 1600s there was a mass slaughter of woodwows like they just decided oh woodwows are bad and uh they all have to die that that drives me crazy and maybe that's why bigfoot is just so terrified of interacting with humans now why do we do that because why we're stupid <laughs> People suck. <laughs> no, no, I agree. We, all, we love you all, but no, for real. Uh, uh huh. Uh huh. Look, look. <laughs> people there's, suck. There's you, some of you, you mofos out awesome. there that we just, I'm just not going to get along with. Okay. Like, if you decide that you're just going to go on a mass killing spree of a genocide to say of the Bigfoots, we are not friends. Right. You, I don't you like you anymore. You can't be my friend if you're like out hunting Bigfoot. And Can't I don't do mean it. with the camera. I don't mean with your paranormal gear. I mean with a gun. Yeah, that's it. That's uh, I'm going to have to say that I don't like you. Yeah. So I reiterate what Kellogg said. People <laughs> suck. People suck. <laughs> you all are awesome. Anybody listening, you are amazing. You are wonderful. wonderful. You are loved and you are awesome. <laughs> you are loved. But people you suck. Kind. <laughs> <laughs> but people in general suck. The classification have his the classification of people has historically sucked through the it's generations. True. It is true because we find something that is like majestic and wonderful and that could really help us in society. And then we go, let's kill it. And then mount it on our wall. <laughs> Look yeah. what I did. <laughs> let, let me take dominion and control over the things that I have no control over. Uh, it's sad. It is. That's ultimate sadness. But yeah, it's like, like an I, empty milk carton or like an empty like ice cream. It's the it's a box of sadness because <laughs> it's empty. You did this. See, <laughs> if I, if I was to throw out a theory, I would say that the woodwows are the actual um, leshies, mm -hmm. and or 
I should say the Leshies are Woodwows. And I would say that they hail from a much earlier time in history, before the time of, like, Adamic man. Mm-hmm. You know, Adam and Eve, the Garden of Eden, like, pre that time. Right. Because if the earth had been wiped clean many times before, then it's possible that they existed at one of those earlier times. And who knows? There could be thousands. There could be hundreds of thousands. I I don't know. But I would say that, like, if you're walking through the woods and you come across a Bigfoot and it's like, let's let's say it's 1300 uh, CE, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of superstitions flying around. A lot of the church is telling everybody that everything that you see that's natural is evil. Um, it, you're going to blow something out of proportion if you see a, a hairy wild man running naked through the woods. Like, <laughs> You're just you know, you know what I would be thinking if I saw a naked wild man covered in hair running around the woods. You know what I'd be thinking? Hmm. Somebody slipped something into my freaking Red Bull. <laughs> right. Okay? And maybe the fact that they look like they're like trees or something is because they were running through the woods. They have branches. They're hairy. <laughs> have you ever had a dog run through a bunch of like weeds and tall yeah. grass? Yeah. When they like a long-haired dog, when they come back to you, you spend the next hour picking all the stuff out of their fur. It's true. Well, <laughs> y'all are just seeing saying. <laughs> them. People were just seeing Bigfoots running around and have branches stuck in their fur, their body fur. Their, as you so eloquently put it, their hairy onesie. <laughs> <laughs> their their beard onesie. <laughs> they were just like, it's lushy. But. That would be my personal theory <laughs> on what these are. Like, I think, I think the Leshy and all of these other creatures are just straight up the Woodwows, aka Bigfoot, aka mm-hmm. Wildmen of you know the feral children. Yeah, and okay, so I found the whole uh, Nebuchadnezzar thing. Oh yeah, um, tell us, tell us about it. Yeah, so apparently. It was described in Daniel, and of course, oh, here we go. Book of Daniel, King Nebuchadnezzar II is exiled from society and begins to take on the characteristics of a wild beast, including growing long hair and claw-like nails. According to Daniel 4.33, God humbled Nebuchadnezzar II in order to punish his arrogance to the point where the king ate grass like an oxen and his hair grew like eagle's feathers and his nails like bird's claws. So I, maybe it's possible that if humans were to return to nature, like straight up nature, like, who knows? Maybe we would revert back to that. Maybe we're only the way we are because of society. I don't know. Maybe. Didn't you find a sound that people were? <gasps> yes. They yes. were mistaking for the okay. leshy. Yes. So there is a bird that people thought was the leshy snoring while sleeping in the forest. Yeah, I'm going to play it. I'm going to okay. play it because you found it and we got it here. So I'm going to play it. Y'all listen to this stuff. It is sonic. <laughs> Tell me that doesn't sound like snoring. It does. But it's right? a verb, y'all. It is, is a verb. A- that is a bird, and I will even link a picture of that bird with all of our other links because it, it's a cool-looking bird, <laughs> but the sound just doesn't... You would not think that that sound comes out of that bird. Really? It's a tiny... It's like a... Think of a, like a stork kind of <laughs> bird, but short and small. 
Dillard said you need neck. a government a government drone because <laughs> birds belong to the bourgeoisie. Birds aren't real. <laughs> it's a thing. It is a total I know, thing. I know it's a total thing. Have you seen all the videos of the like the birds hanging upside down on Yes? It's weird. Like you got the birds hanging upside down, some of them dead in midair the- and not falling. Yeah. Okay. So that one, it was actually proven that somebody hung fishing line up there and the bird um, got tangled in the fishing line. Okay. But, well, that sucks. Boo to you, human. I apologize for boo to your you. bubble. But the dead birds hanging upside down was a very real thing. And that kind of goes back to the whole death's grasp, you mm-hmm. know, the mm-hmm. icy grasp of you know, the dead hand kind of thing, the dead yeah. claw. Yeah. So the claw, beware. It's unfortunate. Claw. It's sad. It is unfortunate and sad. But here's something that's funny. I, speaking of burbs, um, I love burbs. And I was watching burb videos. And there is this little burb talking to a parrot, a white parrot. And he said, you're so, you're so tall. You're almost like a giraffe. And then the parrot said back to him, you're, that's because your daddy was built like a baked bean. <laughs> and I'm, so, I'm sure that everybody who's seen this, if you haven't, it's hilarious. And the bird's feather ruffles. It was like perfect timing for the sound. And the bird goes, a baked, a baked bean. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I died for like a good 20 minutes. <laughs> Because his voice went from being like high pitched to like low and growly, like a big bean. It was funny. And he was a tiny little burb. He was a little bitty burb, but he was mad about being called a big bean. <laughs> I'm going to have to share that video so you guys can see it because it's so funny. Oh my God. So off topic. Whew. Oh, it's great. I love it. Oh my goodness. Oh, yeah. it's true. So, we we don't have a dad joke for tonight. So you asked me what my theory was. Now, what's your theory on it? What do you think the leshy is? I think that the leshy is a fae. Ooh. I totally believe that the leshy is a fae. And I know that's what I, every time, every time somebody asks my opinion on cryptids, I always have the same answer. It's a fae. It is because there's so much that could be considered a fae. You know, they have fae characteristics. Well, and most things that involve, like most creatures that involve magic, involve the fae. They do. That's, and they have the magics. They do. They got the magics. And so it's like, I can't, I can't say it's not a fae. It's a fae. It's a mystical creature. It's a cryptid. I want to know. It's a butt I want to touch. okay (laughs) and let me explain this i say this all the time i'm gonna go touch the butt i'm gonna touch the butt um i don't know if anybody's seen finding nemo and the whole thing of ooh, nemo touched the butt the butt is actually a boat and he goes and he like taps his fin on the bottom of the boat but Mm -hmm. they can't pronounce it correctly they pronounce it it's a butt so that's just how i've i'm gonna touch the butt i'm gonna find everything and i'm gonna touch it i'm gonna touch the butt it's off limits, so, and I got to touch it. It's interesting. I've got the more like natural per- perception of this being like a physical, natural creature that's blown mm-hmm. out of proportion. You've got the the more spiritual, supernatural, I do, uh, fae like creature. That's cool. I like it. I like it Variety. too. You're the, you're the scientific part, and I'm the. It's all an illusion. <laughs> Wait, does that mean I'm Scully and you're Mulder? It's true. I am I am Mulder. I will take it. I am the Mulder <laughs> from X-Files. It's all a government cover-up, y'all, because it is the Fae. <laughs> I'm telling you. So we got, before we end this majestic conversation that we have taken a turn for, uh, Dylan has provided us with a dad joke, seeing as Tina is not here to do so. Would you like to read the dad joke? Sure. Okay. What did the ocean do when he saw the ship? I have no idea. He waved. <laughs> Thank you, Dylan. Thank you, Dylan. <laughs> I, I did one. I can't remember if I did it, but what is the difference? 
between a poor man on a unicycle and a well-dressed man on a bicycle. What? A a tire. Oh. (laughs) A-T-T-I-R-E, the attire. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That was a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And on that note, thank you everybody for joining us tonight in our little discussion about the Leshy, who is a part of the creepypasta that we are reading called Dear Cryptid Hunters. Um, Join us next week, next week, Wednesday, for another wonderful uh, PCP-S episode. I don't know what cryptid we're going to be talking about, but I'm sure we're going to bring you a good one because we always do. It's what we do. I I think I know. I think I know. Don't tell them yet. Okay, okay. I, I'm pretending like I don't know. Oh, are you? Shh. I don't know anything. You know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay. I am oblivious had... and ignorant. Yes. I know not what is and, next week. And I've had entirely too much caffeine today, so I apologize <laughs> for that. I would apologize in advance, but the episode's over, so <laughs> this is what you get. <laughs> dun, dun. Uh, but join us Friday for the Paranormal Umbrella because we will be continuing the reading of said creepy, uh, creepypasta. It will be uh, episode five and six combined into one reading for you. So you can know what happens next. And uh, it's going to get real, folks. It's going to get real. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's going to be fun. So hit that link, the solo link that will be provided. It'll take you to literally every social media that we are a part of. You can find us anywhere. You can even Google us. You can. We're Googleable. We are Googleable. <laughs> <laughs> so you have no excuse. None whatsoever. Don't forget to turn on your nightlight, grab your whoopee, and put salt around the bed because you do not want to be caught unawares. You want to have mm-hmm. that protection. So thank you, everybody, for joining us, and we hope to see you on Friday and next week. Thanks, everyone. Have a good night. Bye-bye.